interesting folks, and a hearty welcome to our drive-in theater. We have a wonderful evening's entertainment lined up for you, one that will provide several hours of pleasurable relaxation and diversion for you and your family. Did you fail to dress up for tonight's show? No tie, an old shirt and slacks, a house dress? Well, don't give it a thought. We're glad you came as you are. We just want you to enjoy yourselves. Don't forget to visit our refreshment center during the intermission or any time. You love the tasty array of snacks we have to offer. So will the youngsters. Everything is quality and mm, so good. We hope you'll make this a weekly visit. Bring the family. Bring your friends. There are always wonderful new pictures to see, delightful snacks to nibble, a gay, pleasant evening for all. Oh, a word of caution. Don't drive over 10 miles an hour in the theater area for your safety's sake. And mom or pop, go with the kids when they leave the car. We hope you have a wonderful time. Come back soon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dad at the, Dr- Dad at the Starlight Drive-In. As usual, Carl Caper is here with me. Say hello, Carl. Greetings and salutations, folks. Nice to be here. And before we get started, we got to talk about tonight's specials at the at the snack bar. Well, first we have the H.D. Lewis special, which is uh, an Orange Julius, our drive-in style, which is like vanilla ice cream and orange juice mixed together. And don't forget with, the egg. Don't forget the egg. No, the, the, there's no the egg. egg. It's our version of it. Oh, well, I bought my own egg, so fuck you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, two pieces of fried chicken, the best we got. Uh, a roll or a biscuit, your choice, and a side of either baked beans or uh, corn on the cob. There you go. Also, for you daring eaters, we have Carl's Hotter Than Hell Chili, which he (laughs) made, which we had. This is the second batch we had to make. The first one was sort of disaster because it melted through the pot. We had to get an extremely strong pot for this stuff. If you can go through three, one bowl of it, then. You will win a place on our wall, Iron Stomach. We don't there want to you talk, go. but Carl put like maybe, how many was it? Like 10 or 15 different kinds of hot peppers. Well, it was only six, okay? But also I did the uh, the mole uh, beef, and I also put in a, a number of uh, onions, but we went very heavy on the Scoville, trust me. And he Gosh, has the cold version of his chili, which is first come, first serve, because the cold version of his chili is pretty goddamn good, and it's first come, first serve, and you better hurry up and get that, because that always sells out. Very true. Very true. That's called four bean chili. He uses pinto beans, uh, uh, navy pinto beans, beans. Uh, uh, kidney beans. Yeah, uh, beans. beans, and, and uh, I also do uh, um, hominy in it too. Yeah. And as usual, we have the five. We have the four cheese pizza this week. It's mozzarella, 
uh, Parmesan, smoked Gouda, and uh, God, blue cheese and Greek cheese. Blue cheese. Yeah, Greek cheese this week. <laughs> oh, okay. For the adventurous eaters, <laughs> the blue cheese costs us too damn much. Sorry. Uh, that's that's true. That's true. But so are we doing you, the trailers? Yeah, as usual, we're got to get to the trailers because it's almost dark. And thank you all for coming and listening as usual. And we're on Grindhouse Movie Trailers 1961 to 86. What's our time on that? Uh, One hour... And 59 minutes and 52 seconds. Okay, okay, cool. Hold on. Okay. I'm almost there. It's like 59.47, so I'm close. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm really looking forward to this. Thank you very much for having me, man. Okay. And here we go in five. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. This is the trailers we're doing, right? Yeah. I'm ready. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Oh. Mm. Moses Gunn. Robert Redford. This is a really good film. I've liked this film a lot. What is it? It's the Hot Rock. Oh, the first of the... What's his name's book? Right. George Siegel, Ciro Mostel. It's really good. Yeah. I think it's Paul Sand is in this, too. Yeah. I'm right. Yeah. And what this trailer really doesn't get across is this is not a serious heist movie. No, this is a very comic one. And it's a lot of fun. It's an absolute fucking blast. Yeah, but it just seems like none of the books either got the tone right, movies got the tone right, or... Were big hits. Right. This didn't do badly, though. This was a medium hit. Yeah. I know it got, the it got really good. Was... Go ahead. I was just going to say it got good critical uh, uh, response. Go ahead. Yeah, I know the author was pissed off that they uh, put Robert Redford as the main guy. Right. I don't want to know the answer. The problem okay. is, the trailer gives away one of the best jokes in the movie. Right. Is but that they the land on the wrong goddamn wrong. Bill scene. <laughs> yeah. You landed on the wrong goddamn building. 
one of the best jokes in the movie, and they had to ruin it in the trailer. Yep. This was another one they didn't know how to sell. They wanted to sell no. uh, Robert Redford's smile. Right. And that music is the only indication you have that it is a farce. Yeah. But it is a damn good film. Oh, another James Bond. Ernest Hemingway's The Killers. Who's in this version? Ah, John Cassavetes gets absolutely pummeled by Ronald Reagan. Oh, this is that. Yeah, this is uh, the main feature on the Criterion set. Yeah. They have like two versions of it on there. Or is it three? This was uh, Reagan's last film. And he's fucking great in it. Oh, yes. I mean, it's just like he was waiting to be a son of a bitch. Right. She knew more than one way to kill a you know, Cassavetes, I think, is really somewhat underrated as an actor. He's really good in this. You know, and of course, oh, he did a lot of yeah. acting. What? Oh. One of the best slaps in movie history. Norman Fell. This is one of the best Ernest Hemingway adaptions ever done for movies. Oh, absolutely. It really captures that macho atmosphere that's in all of uh, Hemingway's books that they rarely touch on. Right. And the thing about this, this was actually made for TV, but it was considered way too violent for TV at the time. This well, was after 64. that damn bitch slap, shit, they can get a lot of trouble today. Oh, yeah. And if you want to see this, there is a great Criterion edition of this with another great version of The Killers on it. Mm-hmm. Ah, Peachy. Ooh, for the family. Oh, Jensen Farley. These were basically a southern-based company who made, like, family films. Let's see which one this is. They did ones like... Oh, Carl. Yes. You take this one. Oh, God, yes. Oh, fuck, yes. Absolutely. This was horribly mishandled over here. <laughs> this is so good, and we love this film, and we love Philippe Mora. This trailer we do. really doesn't get into how mean this fucking movie is. And how insane it is. I don't think it even gets into where it's a musical. <laughs> Captain I mean this is Felipe Mora And uh, Richard O'Brien From the Rocky Horror Picture Show Teaming up 
<laughs> what the world needs now. Hell yeah. It cuts out Carl's favorite part of that song. <laughs> bullshit, 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 bullshit. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Yeah. This is, I love this movie. I freaking love this film. And, and it just came know, out on Blu-ray so, about a couple of months ago. Yep. In a Finally. beautiful stacked edition. Seriously, if you've never oh, seen this God, film, you yeah. need to. Yes. <laughs> that may be the best song in the whole fucking movie right there. Yeah. And it's so Richard O'Brien. The music. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Go see this movie. Seriously. What could happen in America? The lights are out, Carl. What the fuck? It could happen now, by the way. Oh, God, no. Not this piece of shit. (laughs) Oh, come on. No, this this is is a... It's a failed, failed, failed opportunity. Yeah, but I still love it. Uh, you're absolutely right. It is a failure, but I still love it. And Dean Stockwell as the most unconvincing werewolf you have ever seen. And the political stuff, it's all during Watergate. Yeah. You know, they were trying they were trying for an Emil the Antonio Millhouse uh sort of movie and it just doesn't fucking work. No, you're trying to mix a werewolf comedy in with a political comedy. There's a lot of political comedy in this. But he rocks. Whoever plays that little midget guy in the movie rocks. He's the best thing about it. Oh, yeah. It is not a good movie, but God bless. I I love my bastard stepchildren. And this is definitely a bastard stepchild I love. Well, it has a great ending where where they cover it all up for political convenience. Exactly. That's the best scare scene in the whole movie right there. Oh, yeah. It's the phone booth. It's always the phone booth, though. It's always the phone booth. I love how they're trying not to push over the phone booth while he's trying to push over the phone booth. Yes. By the way, they didn't get it, but guess who they wanted for for the president? Who? Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston. No. Not what they did to have for this shit. No, no, but Milton, now Milton Moses Ginsburg, who directed this, did a great movie called Coming Apart with with Rip Torn. Uh, so, so you know, he but he did it on a real low budget. Oh God, okay. no, 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 foe, no, God yes, damn, no. I, I warned you. I warned you. This was in there. Yeah, I warned you. The most racist movie of the 80s. This movie, in case you're wondering, people say, well, it was more acceptable back then. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. This movie was decried as a racist piece of shit even back in the 80s. 
John, I'm sorry. I, I do find her incredibly attractive. She was. And then there's uh, Jay, uh, James Earl Jones in this, which is like, how but, did he decide to do this piece of shit? Seriously. But still, can you imagine what Melvin Van Peebles would have done with this material? Oh, fuck. But even yeah, he was yeah, smart enough it, to realize not to touch it. Yeah. Oh, here's one of the shittiest comedies, comedy skits. No, 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 no. I yes, love this movie. Yes. Um, this was one of my brother took me to this, and and, and I was, was just X-rated. At, yeah. And it's not showing any of the good bit. That one was too goddamn long. Yeah, you're talking the feelers. Bill, I think it's really good. Ken Shapiro and Belzer. I have a, I have a story about Belzer I'll talk about sometime. Yeah, but yeah, this one is good, but it's just too goddamn long. Yeah, but it's got the best ending segment of any of these films. Seriously. Yeah. And this you is just ripping off old that. Cheech and Chong bit. Mm-hmm. This one, oh, there it is, Carl. There it is. <laughs> he's he's wonderful, and he actually sings yeah. the song too. I'd like it a but lot. But all that stuff with the two hippies is just rip-offs of uh, Cheech and Chong Chichon. material. Yeah. And it's not the best of these by any means. God, no. There's, but but there's it's got Kentucky Fried McMahon. In it. Yeah, it does. It does. But it's got a couple really good ones, too. Well, all of them have... Almost all of them had one. Yeah. I can tell you that this song is exactly the truth. He's an American. He don't like to answer the phone, but he does because he has to. This might be the best of their early of their early movies up in smoking. This one are their two best. This one rocks because it's got no plot. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Well, Nice Dreams is actually the sequel to Up in Smoke, but this is like Mexican-American, she's playing his cousin from Tennessee. Then changing the band like that. Production or is this an Italian production? This is this pure blue. This is pure blue Italian. Okay, I thought so. It certainly looks Italian. Yeah. You know, and they're trying the Argento style too. Yeah, in the Baba style. Mm-hmm. Be an early late sixties, early seventies Paramount film. Thank you. 
What movie is this a sequel to, Carl? Okay, this is what? This is Batch 373, right? Yeah. Okay, this is, uh, uh, um, uh, oh, come on, uh, French Connection. Yeah, French, this is what French Connection 3 was supposed to be before uh, uh, Popeye Doyle got into a deep duty. The only one of the French Connection guys who came out looking clean is Eddie Egan. Right. Everyone else got caught dipping in the till. Uh, this is a good this, thought film. Oh, God, yeah. It's still good. I seen this when Paramount dumped this. It's like they sent the video stores. There was a action block and a dramatic block. This is an action. It was Badge 373. Uh, Crane with Joe Don Baker, the Molly Maguires, and, uh... And by the way, Eddie was actually in... There he is right there, the real Eddie Egan. Yeah. And we are, and we commentated on a movie that had Eddie Egan in it. Mm Mm-hmm. If you remember... And it was a good movie, too. Fuck you, Carl. Yeah. Oh, so you meant Cruise is good. Thank you. Well, it's certainly unique. I think it's well done. I'm still not a fan. But, yeah, this is all fictional, but they changed it from Popeye Doyle to Eddie Egan. Basically, this could be called the 7-Ups, too. Yeah. But like I said, yeah, Eddie Egan didn't do this, though. He did. He did the Seven Ops, mm-hmm. but he didn't direct this. I think this is Howard Koch no. directed it. Yeah. Bad three seven three. Yeah, Howard Koch. Yep. So good. Great little film. Yeah, Frog it's a film. very underrated. Now available from Paramount. Uh oh. Oh God, yes. Oh fuck yes. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> do 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 do. Okay. John Carpenter's remake of Real Bravo. Yep. And personally, I think, you know, it's funny. If you look at Carpenter's films, I almost consider this his best film. Seriously. This he doesn't so get as down. mean as he does in this one ever again. No, he doesn't. This is fucking mean. And you know, and another like film that he had. more than Carl did because it was just a fun little action film. Yeah, the remake was nothing, not compared to this. Uh, by the way, you know, another film that, that uh, uh, Carpenter uh, specifically said had an influence on this? Not a Living Dead. Yep. 
And let me tell you something. Derek Johnston, who's in this movie, is just like the best. And Austin Stoker, too. There's Austin. Oh, him. Yeah, Austin Stoker's in the movie. And what movie does that Carpenter steal dialogue from for Austin Stoker? Idea. Once Upon a Time in the West. Oh, okay. That's right. You did tell me that. Yeah. Why did you do those things? I'll tell you on the point of death. Yeah. This is... And by the way, I love Dawson's character, Napoleon, in this. He's just so fucking cool. Great yeah, film. and it's got a great soundtrack, too. Oh, yeah. Da, 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 da. Okay, I do not know this film, but I want to see this film. Any movie that has Patrick McGee, McNee as a priest is a good one. <laughs> Do you know this at all? Is, is this Pete Walker? No, this is not Pete Walker. That's the thing. I thought it was. It's not. And Todd. It looks good. Oh, yeah. Robert Hopford Davis film. All I got to say is, I would watch it just for Patrick McNeon as a priest. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Patrick McNeon going absolutely batshit crazy is always good. Yeah. See, uh, Clockwork Orange and uh, The Strange Case of Miss Dr. Jekyll and Mrs. Osborne. Away the sins of women. What's that other one? The psychological one that Hammer did? Devil. I can't remember offhand. But yeah, McGee going crazy is always good. Yeah. But you don't know this film, do you? No. This is Robert Hartford Davis. Yeah. One of the best biker movies ever made. Fuck you. Well, I'm just not a fan of it because of Laughlin. I don't like Laughlin. Laughlin sucks in this movie, but the bikers are fucking awesome. That's why it's called The Poor Losers and not Billy Jack. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. There's a reason why. And it's got the best fights in the Billy Jack series. Yeah, agree. This is just a very mean, nasty little movie. That's why I like it. And, and, and certainly the best of the Billy Jack films. Oh, God, By yeah. far. But Laughlin, uh, just they to tell you, was that, the star. Okay, hold on. Trailer. What I was going to say is Laughlin was the star of uh, Altman's The Delinquents, which was his first full-length film. Yeah. And, man, the two of them did not get along, and, and Altman yeah. always said he was a fucking asshole. Yeah. 
But they cut the line, which is one of the greatest ever. When he's taking off his shirt, he said, are you talking? Are you planning on fucking me to death? Yeah. Unlike uh, the Billy Jack movies, this one was a hard fucking R. Yeah. If you get a chance to see any Billy Jack movie, this is the one you need to see. And I would agree with that. I would absolutely agree with that. Because this was shot as a great biker film with Billy Jack as a sub-character. But it was re-released after Billy Jack became a big hit. Oh, I love that. Are you in the dark? Yeah. Both. Is this one of those hippie documentaries? Yep. I think so. Mondo hippie. Mondo Tino. Yeah, Carl, you hear that? Don't blame it on the pill. Uh, nope, we'll not do that. I'll blame it on Carl. Unless he is a pimp, then I don't blame it on him. God, I love these Mondo Geek films. Yeah. This is not one of the better ones, but this is an interesting one. Yeah, these were not my thing. I was never into the Bondo films. You know, the Shaka Petty ones are pretty interesting. Yeah. It, once you get away from the Shaka Petty films, it's hard to get the good ones. Well, Mondo Asia, Mondo Asia is a good one. No, Shocking mm-hmm. Asia. That's a very Shocking good one. Shocking Shocking Asia, Shocking Asia 2, uh, uh, Black Magic, uh, Witchcraft 70, uh, Satanist, The Devil's Mask. Mm-hmm. But you try finding a copy of Satanist that doesn't make you cost, a, cost you a pretty penny nowadays. And that was it for now. Okay. We've hit our 30. 30 minutes. Yeah. As we said before, the movie tonight is really uh, when... uh, Bill Hirsch was trying to make his inroads with AIP. 
And you realize mm. that that was a stupid and lost cause. Cause. No insult to him, but yeah. But this one is actually my choice, and and I figured we would do the distap version of of uh, most of these uh, biker films, and focus on the females. And as far as female gangs, I mean, there's a couple other films of Jezebels and such, but this is this is the classy one, <laughs> you know, which is rather interesting since it's Herschel Gordon Lewis. But I love this film. I freaking love this film. Yeah. But what it is is that Hirsch didn't realize is that uh, AIP rarely picked picked up outside product because they liked having their own end product because they could control the budgets. They wouldn't have to share the profits with anybody, which is one of the reasons that Corman left is that uh, Arkoff and... uh, Nicholson. Nicholson was giving it to him up the ass and all the rules they had. Right. And we're watching it on the one and only, dang it, dang it, Arrow Streaming. Yep, Arrow Player, Arrow-Player.com. And you have to look it up because it's not on the main menu, but it's She Devils on Wheels. And it is wonderful, and you will enjoy this. Yeah, I got it on Start Watching. What about you? I, I've got it right at zero, zero, zero. So if you do okay. start watching, Wait, I let just me hit load it, it, hit let it. Let me load it. Let me load it. Okay, I'm there. And we're going to okay. start in five, four, three, two, one. Hit play now. Okay, Carl, how did you first see this movie? I saw this at the drive-in. Saw it at the drive-in. Loved it. Now, now, Howard was very, very much an H.G. Uh, Lewis fan. So every every season, he'd be doing H.G. Lewis. Now, I started in 1972-73. So yeah. <laughs> these were old. He would always bring these back at least once or twice uh, a season. H.G. Lewis. Oh, warning for people watching this credit sequence who get easily sick. Sure. Lewis, man. All he has yeah. is has that on the wheel and they're just spinning it. And then, here we are writing the film. Okay. Here is This is the non-biker. I mean, look at yeah, her. She's exactly. going to her biker hood friends with her little purse, her little... No, that is a beautiful Cadillac. Oh, Chevrolet. My bad. I forget what car it is. I just know it's beautiful. 
Okay, you you're going to have to take this for a second. You're going to have to take this for a second. I've got a phone call I've got to deal with. I'll be right back. Oh, okay. Yes, nobody likes. <laughs> Here's a great theme song written by H.G. Lewis's son. Blowing your mind. Ooh, I love that purple heart motorcycle with a bush beard on it. God bless. Mayfire Pictures presents. Toss. There's another example of the cut of the cut cussing. You're about to get your rear end tossed. Get your ass tossed. She Devils on Wheels, 1968 Mayflower Pictures. Barry Connell, Nancy Noble, Christine Wagner, Rodney Bedbell. Yep. Pat Poston, all right. Ruby Tuesday. Now, Ruby most of these women, I don't, I, I had to, most of these women were from an actual uh, motorcycle gag. Yeah, uh, what was it called, Carl? This was, uh, they were members of the Iron Cross Motorcycle Club's Cutthroats Division, which yeah. was their female division. And you're right, Christy Wagner, who plays Karen, was not a biker. Uh, Everyone Louis. else is. Louise Down. Oh, Louise Down didn't write this. Louise Down yeah. was, no. Louise Down with H.G. Lewis's secretary. He didn't want to have his name on the credits too much, so he gave her the script writing credit. Like uh, Seymour Sheldon, that's Lewis. Yeah, okay. Robert Lewis. By the way, great fucking song. Yeah. Seriously, great song. Fred M. Sandy. Produced and directed by Herschel Gordon Lewis. And when we talk about drive-in directors, he's one of the greatest. I mean, you know, whenever you saw an H.G. Lewis film, it was well done for the for the uh, uh, budget. Uh, yeah. And there it is, the Vespa. That's the Vespa, isn't it? No. It's the blonde, little blonde girl who can't ride. Oh, okay. See the difference between the fake bikers and the real ones? <laughs> yep. The real ones look... I know she said that last week. These don't look like real biker women that they showed in Hell's Angels on Wheels. Well, no. these be, are real be, biker ba- biker ladies. Absolutely. And I love that they're the man-eaters and that it's a uh, oh, yellow Oh, that's my cake. favorite. There she is. There's yeah. my woman. <laughs> that. And she's got she, an she's Indian. Awesome. Oh, God, that yeah. is so beautiful. I love that she's got the cigarello too. 
I had a boss in in, um, in New York. I, oh yeah, who used to smoke those cigarillos? Like Jesus God. Remember, they became a big thing after uh, the Leone films came out. Everybody wanted to be yep. like. Uh, I'll tell you what, I had a period of time where all I smoked was Perotis. I don't know if you're in, yeah. they look like giant, you know, little turds, man. But look boy, how were... tough these motherfuckers going. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> okay, I'm going to say they look like biker babes. They act like biker babes, but they can't act worse shit. And it's wonderful. I don't care about that. I look at the one in the back just smoking. Like, you're like, what the fuck's going on? You know, why does he have a camera on doing this? You can tell they don't like her one bit, can't you? Nope, they don't. Shut up! Can't you tell they don't like her one fucking bit? <laughs> they don't. There's no man either. Ha ha ha! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll get into it a little later. Dialogue is just wonderful. And, and there are they, reasons for that. Uh found out the view they found out an airport strip. Yeah. This is an airport strip where they filmed all this. But I will say this. Take a look at those women, man. That's oh, not... there she is. The best yeah. the blonde, the far end. Right, there she is. Butt. Yeah, look at the size of the tire and the size of the tires of the other one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and this is what happens when you shoot no budget. You don't realize that the sound of the motorcycles is going to drown out the sound of the dialogue. Well, you know, that's a big complaint about this film, actually. You know, I mean, I was looking at IMDb and some of the reviews, and like all of them mentioned that. Yeah. To me, I don't fucking care. Yeah. I'm just looking at the... Look at the real... Love it. This is real biker chicks. You didn't see anything like this in the Hells Angels Forever documentary. They touted out no. their prettiest ladies. Oh, God. Yeah, she would be in Hells Angel Forever. Not any of the other ones. Yeah.
The best story about her, the blonde, is that she tried to show H.G. Lewis that she could ride a bike. So she took one of the girls' bikes, and she ended up driving it into the fucking hotel pool. Getting oil and everything, and everybody was pissed at her, and she was acting like a hurt little kitten. Well, you know what? Look at the, how these women are interacting. That's, uh, you know, I, I think that's one of the reasons that he hired her, because she was different than the other ones, and, and, and they would not like her. I really well, do believe that. Well, he said that hiring her is a big fucking mistake he made. I think she was uh, one of Sandy's conditions, a producer. Okay. Same with uh, bringing this out to A. Same with his, uh, Sandy wanting, trying to get this to AIP and changing the ending. Now, we'll get but to we'll the get ending, to but you and I yeah, disagree. Yeah, yeah. I like the ending. I like the ending. But what, you know, I remember seeing this at, at the drive-in. And, and I know, like, it was Hell's Angels for forever or, Hell, no, it was Hell's Angels 69, I think, and uh, a couple others. Like, he did four films. That, but this is the one I loved out of all of them. Because it's so amoral. Also, damn it. You know, I liked action babes, man. I liked. You know, Pam Greer and women who could take care of themselves. Yeah. And that's and what this is about. And you can tell the bikers. Yeah. And you can tell the bikers, biker girls are loving on a freeway like this, the race. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. One of the things about Herschel Gordon Lewis is you look at this segment is how he edits. And he really does edit well. You know, the the motion capture there, you know, falling them in a car might be a little bit on the uh on on the shaky side, well, but nonetheless. Had like uh, thirty minutes worth of footage because they just wanted to ride up and down that uh uh Airstrip to work with. (laughs) I like her. I so like her. I know. I love her. (laughs) <laughs> I remember they had the Herschel Gordon Lewis box set that I bought. This had it in it, and I didn't realize it. It was like, oh, my God, it's Sea Devil's on. I'm in love. <laughs> I picked this up at McKay's. They had it for like 20 bucks, and I'm like, fuck it, it's Sea Devil's on wheels. Yeah, Exactly. 
I love how filthy this dialogue is without being filthy. Exactly. That that that's one of the things we talk about before we were doing this is that you know, they were trying to sell the AIP, so one of the AIP's role was no swearing. So they had to rethink all the swear words and some of it is absolutely fucking gold. It is yeah. gold. But still, what they're saying to each other is filthy if you can catch it. Like, yeah, oh, you ain't had nothing down there so long. What's the matter with you? You got jungle rot? Crotch rot? I mean, <laughs> I can see girls watching this and just saying, I want to be like that. Oh, absolutely. You know, one of the things about this film... That's another thing that sets this uh, apart from the other female biker films. And most of them, they set them up as sex objects. That's not Not the case here. It's the other way around. The men are the sex objects. And this is very much female empowerment. Uh, Before female empowerment existed. Yeah, before it existed, exactly. Because look how much fun they're having just riding down the road. Yeah. And you can tell these are real riders, not weekend glory stompers. Exactly. God, this is just gorgeous shot. Gorgeously shot. Can you imagine what Herschel would have been able to do with some AIP money? Or do you think he would have gone nuts under the control system? And there's our little Vespa. But, 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 but. Come here, baby. And by the Honey, way, the score is fucking great. Yeah, it's done by H.C. Lewis's son. Yeah. He also did the song uh, uh, from Just for the Hell of It. Uh, uh, the Blast Off Girls, he did the score too. That's great acid guitar from the 60s, man. That really is. God, yeah. And you can tell right now they're in Florida. Yeah. And if they're in Florida, who are they basically... uh, Almost always in contact with if you're doing exploitation in Florida. Tell us All that. roads read to Griffay. William Griffay. Yeah, he was a man with the connections in Florida. So one of the things as we were in this section of the film I want to talk about is 
as Herschel Gordon Lewis um, did. Um, and look at this. The men are waiting around like the girls in other biker films, you know. It's the guys. So the guys are, are, are what do they call it? It's the, the Jack. Something along, the booty line or something like that. Meat rack. Meat rack. Thank you. Yeah, the meat rack. that's a term they take from uh, gay terminology. Ha 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 ha! Oh great! This is Zipped up, Rocky. Your ego's hanging out. I love it. Get your get your ego's hanging out. I wonder how many people actually got a lot of these lines back in the '64, '65 when they came out. I think they did. This was one of H.E. Lewis's biggest hits. Yeah, all the guys want to, trust me, they all want to fuck her. Without a doubt. I love this. You got to have your rules. A stud, a buck. Ha 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 ha! Do we need to explain what that means? Uh, yes. Go ahead. A filly is a female horse. Oh my God! <laughs> God, I love this dialogue. It's so fucking uh, and filthy. Got it by the it's beautiful. This is absolutely wonderful. Oh, this is great. I love that. Do you want to really become a member of the club and pick a filly? I forgot how subversive this film really is. <laughs> oh, that's why I love it. This film just takes all those tropes and and just flips them, and it is absolutely wonderful. And take a look, okay? The women are not gorgeous. The men are, right? Uh, No. The women just got that swagger about them, you know. Yeah. Well, they're real bikers. Of course they're going to have yeah. the swagger. <laughs> Either move it or lose it, man. Uh, well, I'm just saying. Here's one of the scenes that's the most compromised because uh, H.G. Lewis was trying to get, well, the producers wanting AIP uh, you 
you know, wanting AIP's distribution. Right. Two Broncos. <laughs> How'd you like it? I love a sandwich if there's no bologna in it. That is beautiful. Yeah. And this scene is really the most neutered scene in the whole fucking movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, this is more or less an orgy. That yeah. isn't an orgy, right? Yeah. H.G. Lewis said he would have gone a little bit farther if he knew the AIP was going to turn him down. Yeah. And most of those women would be fine with that. Yeah. Oh, the guys, too. Oh, yeah. They'd be like, no, you don't have to pay me. It's back right. You don't have to pay me today. Here, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. Here, here you go, Herschel. <laughs> By the way, those, those those shirts are like awful, man. There's some floral. There, there's that is so seventies, late sixties. It's like God, fashion yeah. is just not not a good oh, thing. Oh, oh. This is as close as we get to some sex, sex like this. And I hate to say it, but. They should have faded the black right here instead of showing this. You know. Yeah, yeah you don't get no love until initiation night, honey. <clears throat> yeah. Good stuff. God, I don't know how she can stand it. I couldn't be in a big buffet joint watching everyone eat and I couldn't get nothing to eat. Yeah. Nice. I love her transformation from this goody goody at the first to the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Her amoral transformation, rather than the moral one which you would see in most movies. And that's what I love about this movie is how amoral it is. And that's what H.G. Lewis didn't get. He made what he thought a biker film should be like. And... I love the cigarellos, man. I fucking love the cigarellos. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, so that, yeah. So, quick question: the bike. What kind of bike is that? Because that's a damn good one. I don't know. <laughs> then we get her. Then we get her. Oh, that's a Harley. See, okay, that is Harley. Okay. Yeah. Uh-oh. This scene was edited a little bit, too, because he was trying to get the IP. I've seen pictures of a nastier, gorier version of this scene. Yeah. Well, you know, so my only question to this is where do, where do the rules come from? Because this is the only time I've ever seen this, even in a Male version, right? Well, remember they talked about the rules a little bit in uh, About Hell's Angels Forever. Every biker club has structured rules. And one of the rules, it's like Fight Club. One of the one of the rules is you don't talk about the rules to an outsider. I love her outfit right here. Yeah, great outfit. And I can see, after seeing what happens later in the film to that little blonde girl, why they would have a rule about no emotional attachments to other men. Yeah. You know. Mm hmm It makes sense. That's the yeah, scary part. Just like anything, a group like this, it's all about control. This right here is the first scene where you've seen how fucking hardcore and, you know. Oh, yeah. 
out of all the biker films, I would I would argue this is the most hardcore. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Hirsch is a, I don't ever understood Hirsch's attempt to get with AIP because when he was doing his stuff, he was doing good. He made the best damn Herschel Gordon Lewis movie you could think of. Yep. Now, one thing I will say, that rope is, is not going to hold in real life. No. Especially slow as she's driving. I'd be yeah, really. get my ass hung up under the tires, you know. Exactly. No, and, and you talk about amoral. Take a look at this. Okay, you are torturing someone doing this, and, and look how they're just like, they're having fun with this. Now, that is pretty, uh, you could tell that was, that was edited in such a way that, it, you know, he was, you know, if this were a real Herschel Gordon Lewis film, that would have been a lot nastier. Oh, I it mean, was, you know, but, but they cut it. Oh, shit, that's back. I bet you never seen that before, have you, Carl? Yeah. What? Well, let's let's face it. Herschel Gordon Lewis was the first person to really do like gore, and that's and that's what he's known for. Yeah, yeah, and that's the first time you ever seen that shot, wasn't it? Yep. Oh, so they must have restored this for the arrow set. Okay, I need to get the box set. Yeah, that that shot of him was not in the original. So keep that in mind, kid. That is a great... God, that is a great shot, though. That makes you want to go to the the open road on the motorcycle, man. Yeah. My brother was really into motorcycles. Uh, he was never a member of a gang or anything like that, or a motorcycle yeah. club. He just liked his motorcycle. <laughs> the only time I ever rode a motorcycle was with him. What did he ride? Uh, he oh. had a number of, of bikes, but his main bike was a, a, a 1969 Triumph. Goddamn great fucking bike. Okay, yeah, here's the Harley. first biker fight scene. And of course, they're fighting because of what they did to the one guy. Oh, no, this is initiation night. Oh, this is initiation. This isn't the fight. Yeah. See, there he is, all fucked up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yay! Honey pot. Is she the little sister of Honey Galore, I wonder? All men are mothers. And that's short for my favorite curse word. Motherfuckers. Yep. I don't know what sex gets flattered means. I would say sex is a replacement for shit, wouldn't you? Oh, shit. I love the lesbianic. uh... Oh, well, of course. You know, let's face it. You would expect some lesbians in, in a motorcycle group. And notice, you don't see it. And they're having a blast. Filled with oil, man. Whitey, whitey, whitey. Are they racist? (laughs) Oh, Ha <laughs> Oh snap There once was a man from Rangoon. I love Linux. Fucking love Linux. And you can guess what Mook is. <laughs> oh, this is great. You don't see anything like this in any other biker film. Trust me. No. This is a unique, unique film. Calcutta. Greasy. Easy. Oh, my mother. Holy crap, they actually... <laughs> yeah. Oh. Who greased up her? Yeah, how do you like how they covered that curse word? Oh. Yep. <laughs> oh, gang bang. I love how he transitions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Come on and have a taste of honey. 
Is this when uh, Ray Sagar's gang starts to show up? Yes. Yeah. So where where was this filmed? I think in Florida. Okay, I'm looking. Okay, I need to look. <laughs> <laughs> that little girl didn't get. That girl want her icy. You know. Mhm. Medley, Florida. Yeah, Megley Florida. Oh shit, the popo. Police medley. See? Medley. <laughs> there's always there's always you know police and, and and motorcycle scenes in these but this just just subverts everything <laughs> we've been fucking and we've been <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> okay, we love her. You know, people talk that they can't act, and I'm not saying they really do, but their facial expressions are fucking beautiful. Hey, dirty motherfucker. <laughs> dirty motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, here's when uh, trouble comes in. I forget that the Ray Sagar game comes so late into the movie. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's the Ray Sagar, the Wizard of Gore himself. Absolutely. You know, he he definitely had his own uh, 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 group of actors, repertory company that he worked with. Mm-hmm. Even Henny Youngman. What? Henny Youngman was never in a film of his. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know. That Henny says. Again, I really like the score. 
I'm going to hook the blue blazes, help. Okay, I, I, you know, that is such a fake mustache. Yeah. I'm just letting you know. That is so fucking fake. <laughs> yes. yes, up your magic dragon. <laughs> magic dragon. I love this. I totally love this. Okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to fuck with her. Yeah. Damn, they just whipping that ass. Yeah. They are they are outnumbered. Let's let's face it. Nice. Dan, I do like women who kick ass. I always have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a lot of that kicking is not... They're actually kicking them. Trust me. Oh, gosh. Beautiful. I think that shot wasn't in the original, was it? No, I don't think so either. Showed them their pants, about to piss. Yeah. You enjoyed another it's win. Not... You enjoyed seeing another women kick butt. Yep. Princess is enjoying it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, she's looking at it with a big grin on her face, like, "Yeah, I'll pee on him." This. <laughs> <laughs> you know, nice makeup for for the bruise, actually. Yeah. Or or do you think that's a real bruise? No, I think that's makeup. Because he was pretty damn good by then. Yeah. You learn by his mistakes. Oh, her straight-laced boyfriend. Yep. Which I, again, we talk about this, right? Where, where you know, usually... In a film like this, the straight-laced boyfriend is the one he ends. She ends up with. 
Okay, uh, let's yeah. just say that's not the case here. Herschel says that he wanted to make a completely amoral biker film. Yep. And he's and he was shocked at AIP after the Wild Angels and all that. Well, if you even look at the AIP films, they always have some kind of moral ending. Well, you know, a lot of that has to do with, you know, even though the Hays Code was already done by that time, you know, AIP was a semi-major, and a lot of their stuff was distributed by Universal, uh, uh, you know, uh, piggyback onto that. So they needed to procure, you know, real release all across the country. You know, they needed to have that moral sense. Yeah. Gordon Lewis didn't, okay, and wouldn't and couldn't just because he was H.G. Lewis. Yeah, remember the ending to just the hell of it where it's like, did we do wrong by doing this? And he goes, ah, who gives a crap? Exactly. They're letting her win. God bless them. Yep. And that's cool. Again, the one thing that you look at this is... is family. Exactly. That's where I was going. It's family. It's family. Yeah. And that's a real important part of life is to find the people who are your family. Yeah. And we're not talking flesh and blood here. No. Again, I cannot say enough about the score to this. You know, there's oh, so God, many silent yeah. sequences where, where it's just the score and the visuals, and it's wonderful. And again, and, I would put up the photography can... of this against any of, 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 of the major Spikers film. I think Except the cinematography the here is, yeah, I think it's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, to set up what happens in the next scene, which is I always notice that HUS likes doing that light then dark. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh huh. Why they fighting the biker gang and they're driving these old pieces of shit? Ah, uh, but that, yeah, shit. that. That's the kind that of one shit you would see at. Uh, that's the kind of shit you would see at the demolition derby. Oh, absolutely. I 
Bedtime Boogaloo. We're already close to the end of the movie. God damn it. Uh, we've got a little more time yet. Not that much. We've got, we've got 20 minutes yet. I know, but as fast as this movie's going. But yeah. Well, this... you know, the pacing of this is really good. Yeah. It just moves. Yeah. Whoever thought that H.G. Lewis was not a good director, including him himself. Yeah, seriously. Is full of shit. He knew how to, he knew what he wanted and he got it. And even it's when good. even when he had to improvise, uh, like with the Gore Gore girls and, and those wonderful uh mannequins. You know, he he did that on on the spot, man, and he was just so good at that. Seriously. This is really the most underrated film of the whole biker cycle. I agree. Because we can look past the the crappy uh, dubbing at the first of the film. You know what I mean? Yep. But this is a great... The meat rack. (laughs) (laughs) Again, the dialogue is just so fucking good. Seriously. And you're right about this being underrated. Uh, this has been my favorite biker film for years. For years. Yeah, it is a lot of women. This is a hell of a great counterpoint after the bullshit that was Hell's Angels Forever, which I do like. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is more what the real biker life with the rules and the structure and all that. Praying with her knees in the air. Yeah, what do you mean by that? This seems like the dialogue's a little bit more uncensored than in the version I got. I have to take the DVD, but it just seems a little bit raunchier, doesn't it, you? Yeah, it does. And I'm okay with that. Oh, God, yeah. I'm enjoying it. This is more what H.G. Lewis intended, which I actually do like. Mm-hmm. You're not 
I love this. He's there to save her, and she's like, fuck off. Fuck you. Yeah. Oh, that ain't going to happen. I'm sorry, but she she is not a good actress. No. She's the one weak part in this whole film. Well, yeah. Holy shit, good damn. Uh-huh. That's as close as he comes to one of my favorite ones. Good goddamn. I don't give a hint yeah. you a good goddamn about me. Ten toes up, ten toes down. Something in the middle going round and round. Yeehaw! Now, having sex with your clothes on, not exactly. Uh, (laughs) Even this is a little bit more raunchier than the theatrical. A lot more groping. Yep. He must have found a longer print. And I'm okay with that. Oh, yeah. Woo. This one hints. Holy crap. Look, she's just wearing her bra. Yeah. I don't know. Look at the shape of that mattress. I'd rather take the floor. Mm-hmm. Let's tend to scabies. <laughs> You gave me the crap, there you. <laughs> okay, so here we're getting toward the end of the film because this is the last big segment. And this is a hell of a segment. Oh, is that honey pot? Yeah. That's honey pot. <laughs> now, now, honey pot is played by Nancy Lee Noble, and she was actually in Jackson County Jail too. That's another good one we need to do sometime. Oh, and she's in Chesty Anderson, U.S. Navy. Ah, Chessie Anderson. And she's in medium coal as an extra, but nonetheless. Still, she's in the Chessie Anderson movie. Yeah, the friggin' Lulee. I'd hate to wake up after sleeping like that. Yeah, seriously. Well, when I was young, I could probably do it. But nowadays, it'd be like, uh, it'd be like the Hulk's breaking out of clothes. Just my muscles. Pop. Crack, crack, pop, crack, pop. <laughs> and they're sleeping with their clothes on. Hell, I've done that. 
especially depends on how. No, no, after an orgy, after having sex, you still have your clothes on? Seriously? And she's outside. Right here, we're learning why the rule is you don't go outside with a guy during the orgy. Yeah. Oh, you can tell that was cut. Yep. That's how. Oh, and on to the neck. I love the cut, the segues in this. Oh, yeah. Again, that's something that he does a lot of. God damn, this is cold. That's new. I just remember them going outside and finding her body. Right. Same as that car horn honking. Yeah. I love that foreboding music. Yeah. Leg warmers. Well, if you're riding a bike, you need something like that. The more covered up you are. Holy shit. Holy crap, I've never seen that view of her body before. No, no, this is definitely a longer cut, man. That's why I said we had 20 minutes to go. So I'm surprised. I've not seen this either. Thank God for Arrow, man. They know what the hell they're doing. Now I understand why this box set sold so much, and I need to get it. I just wish they would have the three missing titles in it. Queenie. You know she's in the killer mood when she's smoking a cigarello. Yeah, I love that. By the way, that is Betty Connell who's playing Queenie, right? Mm-hmm. And and unfortunately, this is the only movie she ever did. But God Good. bless. Same with the girl who played. <laughs> Don't fuck with them. Trust me. He's slowing up the footage there. Yeah. Did you see that? 
Yeah. She's that Dan Wire. Yeah, but, you know, whatever the case. Now we're getting into the one segment that you know is fake, which is unfortunate, but I still love this. And the one scene that guaranteed that they would never get distribution by AIP. Exactly. Until this made money, then AIP asked him, he told him to go fuck themselves. Yeah. Okay, it is pretty invisible. I love the fact that whoever's stringing it is using gloves. Yeah. And another wonderful transition. And all that is is that is it's on a wheel and they're just spinning the wheel. That's all it is. And here comes my favorite cursing of the whole movie. Well, oh, next yeah. up, your magic dragon. Hell, anything this woman says is a curse to the great in this movie. That's why we love her. <laughs> nice. Those are great bikes, man. Yeah. And the cars, too. 68? Crap head! <laughs> now, before we get to that, I got to do this real quick. So that is John Waymer's Joe Boy. Yeah. Again, oh. basically only in She Devils on Wheels. I don't know his connection to this. He was one of the... Uh, yeah. Holy shit, this is the uncut print. Yep, this is definitely the uncut print. It is not. That is not real. You know it's not real. But he had it coming to him. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I haven't seen this before. No. Maybe 
I always thought police medley was sort of like a vegetable medley. <laughs> yeah. You know, California medley, but no, this is the Florida vegetable medley. This is really what the original ending of the movie was supposed to be. After this. Right. I love that the man eaters all that is 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 so fake on yellow tape seriously No they didn't force me Nope. Not going to happen. Nope. And that, that's the way this should end. Yeah. Because he wants to support everything. Well, just to make a temp- totally amoral picture. Yep. Same as he did with just the hell, just for the hell of it. All yep. the good guys get destroyed. None of the... Again, I love the score, man. That flute. All wondering which way she's going to go. Yes. <laughs> Ain't no choice. Yeah. Yep. I shall we applaud that. That's the way this needs to end. Yeah. This is the proper ending to this movie. Besides, he's now, a ball. Yeah, yeah, he, he's too straight-laced. Now, that being said, we've got a little extra coming here. And I have to say that what happens here, I think, was the first time I ever saw it in a film. Oh, God. Here's the added scene, which I fucking hate. 
Okay, so that's the added theme. However, check this out. I think they added that particular scene because they were trying to sell it to AIP. Yeah. Because that's the, you know, they get caught, right? Yeah. But there's something else coming. No, this is just the end right here. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. Whoever calls this the end doesn't know the man either. Okay, and check this out. See, you didn't... I don't think you remember this. And I don't know if it was in the original cut. I know it was in the original cut. post credit scene. post credit scene I've ever seen. This was the original ending of the movie before they added the cop scene, you know. Right. But this is so Herschel. Imagine this movie would have ended on that and not that stupid scene. But it did end on this. Yeah, but Now, you granted, know what that I mean. scene was added for AIP. And I don't yeah. like it. But, but this was the first movie I ever saw with a post credit scene. Yeah. You know how, how I'm, you know, how, you know, you see it all the time now in, 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 in Avengers movies and that sort of I really think this is the first one with a post-credit scene. There's no other H.G. Lewis film with a post-credit scene. That's because he wanted to keep his original ending in the film, and he was pissed off that he had to put that bullshit ending. Yeah. So there you go. She Devil's on Wheels. On Wheels. Great movie. Absolutely. And I, we to me, it's still, Sorry. it's still my favorite. It's my favorite biker film by far. I love this movie. I love it, too. But my favorite one probably is next week. Yeah, and that's a good one. So talk about what we're doing next week. Yeah. Next week, we're going to be doing the first of the biker movies, which is The Wild Angel. And when I say first, I mean the first AIP biker film, The Wild Angels. But it seems to me that Hell's Angels on Wheels is the first one to really try for a complete amoral tone rather than the did we do wrong ending. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one thing, just getting back to, I just want to talk about the critical reception here. Um, so film writing for Ion Film, critic Jenny Kermode wrote that although the bikers themselves are authentic, 
What they can't do is act in that the film may lack the leather and lesbianism usually associated with the subgenre. But She Devils on Wills has no shortage of camp. And the thing what? about it is, that's what, he, what she said. But the, the, I think what she's reacting to is all the limericks and things like that. But you know what? This hits me as real. These are real bikers. Yeah, They're real and, people. And what the fuck is this shit about no lesbianism in the movie? Well, not nearly as much as a lot of them. Okay, there's yeah, the initiation little, scene. Yeah. But, and but, the but, whole you know, that's about, the if you don't feel like getting none of the studs, maybe you'll really join the gang and get a filly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I, 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 I love this movie. I just love this film. This is just a great film. Both films we've watched are good films. Yeah, but this one is so much more real than than, than the documentary. Oh, remember, that's what we were talking about. It's a documentary, but it's a bullshit documentary. They were trying to push an agenda that, well, we aren't bad guys just because we kick the shit out of people and break their necks and shit. We ain't bad guys. And this no, one, no, yeah, we mean we, being and we have bad Nazi, other... we have Nazi flags and shit like that, but we're not bad. Guys. <laughs> yeah, and this one, we're assholes, we're fucking evil, we fucking use guys. So what? But this, this, this is definitely you know what we're all what we're all watching are all what we call outlaw biker films. And, and this one, to me, is so unique because it is from the female perspective, and it's a female biker gang. And, and, yeah, uh, and it's not having the female bikers all as sex pots like most of them have. Well, right. And the other thing, too, is they're real. Any of these yeah. biker films, you know, you know uh, uh, generally have main actors and they're actors. They might have a couple real uh, uh, Hell's Angels in behind them, you know, for background. But yeah. no, th- these these are all real in their own foreground. And you and get to know each of them. Throat the yeah, and they'll cut your yeah. fucking throat open rather than look at you. There's a sense of that... dread in scenes with them and people. <laughs> and we agree. We we both agree. We we're, we're in love with Queenie. Oh, God, no yeah. The Limerick Queen. Yeah, the Limerick Queen. We love her. I remember watching this the first time with with, with uh, Howard, and she started into Limericks, and I just looked at her like, I'm in love. And I said, no, I'm not. <laughs> well, at least they got the gore shots back into this movie. Yes. No, even though the beheading is not exactly realistic, to say the least. That's because they fucked up the camera angle. Yeah. He said, Herschel, when he seen the shots that he got, he was going, fuck, shit, fuck, shit, fuck, shit. (laughs) You know? Yeah. But good stuff. 
Good yeah. stuff. Th- thanks so much for doing this with me and, and letting well, me pick this, this particular film. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, that's why I said thank you for letting me like pick I this. Like I said, is The Wild Angels. And it may be in a couple of weeks, but we've already picked out our uh, next uh, art house theater film. And it's going to be a gentle, kind film from the queen of gentle comedy, Elaine May. <laughs> yeah, and you're so full of shit. Gentle. Yeah, right. Whatever. <laughs> and that's all we're saying right now. Yep. Yep. And if so, you're looking for another good show by us, go back and listen to the Fat City show that we did on Sunday. It's fucking excellent. I agreed. Agreed. We have we had so much fun and love for that film. We have we both have love for that film. And of course there's Stacy Keach and Susan Tyrell, who we both adore. So yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. And what do you have coming up on the DL? Okay, well, tonight, Adam is going to be uh, doing um, uh, on Catholic Grey Mission, The Thick of It, which is the British uh, comedy series that stars Peter Capaldi as a foul-mouthed British politician, and that's what we've got there. Uh, on and Sunday, wait, let he, me say something real quick. Most people okay. would know that show, The Thick of It, from its movie adaption, which came over here. And what was the name of that movie, Carl? I can't remember. I don't have it in front of me. Yeah, but it's still, it's the one with Peter Capaldi taking curse into beautiful leather levels. And and by the way, there is a, uh, yeah, the character he plays in, in the thick of it, he was filming with Jenna Coleman, Doctor Who, and on YouTube, you can find it, where he goes back and plays this character as Doctor Who swearing up a storm at Jenna Coleman. And she's yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I wish we knew what that movie was, but the movie is great too, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and and on Sunday, uh, on Sunday what I can tell you is that TC is doing Rock This Town and he's going to have both me and Rachel on. And... Uh, we're doing songs of from where we live. So TC is doing five songs about Pittsburgh. Uh, 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 Rachel is doing uh, uh, a number of songs between Little Rock and Memphis, where she is. And I'm doing five songs about New York City. So that's what we're going to do now on Monday, but not this coming Monday, but a week from Monday, August 1st, we have Limes Marshall, we have uh, uh, Bill Reynolds. We have the Queen of Sci-Fi, Vicki Love. Uh, we have Adam Ferenz, and we have me. Uh, uh, not Adam Ferenz. We have John Killian, and we have me. And we are doing uh, the best, our picks for the best science fiction TV show of the millennium from 2000 to 2022. Do you want to uh, take a guess what some of the ones are? No, because like be I discussed. said before, I was in a movie zone during those years, working on this show, watching movies for the show, going to movie conventions, watching movies at the drive-in. 
I was fully in zone in the movies besides Hannibal, the TV series, and that's not sci-fi. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, so I, just before we go, I'm trying to figure this out here. Uh, two plus two is four, just, Carl. Okay, so so the thick of it, there's the thick of it. Okay. Are you sure it's not thick of the night, the Alan uh, Thick talk show from Canada? No. No. I don't know. I don't see it. I should, but I don't see it. Uh, let me just go past the thick of it a little bit. Yeah, the Musketeers, what was he? Yeah, I can't find it. Can't find it. Sorry. Sorry, but you, there was a what, movie. That's what you said to her last night, wasn't it? No, no, not at all. Last night we did uh, we 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 did teeth, and I'm not going to say yeah. sorry to Jess Westler. I'm going to like avoid her like the fucking plague. Okay. No, what I'm <laughs> saying is, uh, you was looking for the little man in a boat, and that's what you said to her. Sorry, no, uh, I'm sorry, I can't listen, find I'm it. I'm sorry. If I want to find my little man in a boat. I need the magnifying glass. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. And with that, good night, everybody. And we'll see you next week for the Wild Angels. Absolutely. Thanks, Stephen. Thanks a lot for everything. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. Good night, sweetheart. Sweet.